Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Joe Giglio with you. Tucker Bagley's behind the glass. You guys with us. 215-592-9494. That's how you hop aboard. On this Thursday, now we got a lot to do. Connor Hughes is going to join us. SNY up in New York. Uh, talk about this game coming up on Saturday, one hour from now. We got Elliot coming up in a minute. We're going to get to 8 30. I'm going to give you a comp. Could be a player who's playing now, you know, a contemporary or a guy in the past that each of the playoff quarterbacks remind me of, including Jalen Hurts and Daniel Jones. So a lot to do over the course of the show. We'll do a trust the pregame later on in the evening before the Sixers, who have been red hot. Red hot. Uh, we'll play the Trailblazers tonight out in Portland. And I believe the Sixers are about a two-point favorite right now over at FanDuel Sportsbook. So maybe we'll throw a question to Elliot about that. He's doing the Sixers podcast. Clap your hands as well with us here at Odyssey. So we'll get to that. But, of course, a lot of Eagles here. And the good news, the big news is the injury report this week. 21 of 22 starters look like they're good to go, including Lane Johnson. Only, only Avante Maddox is, uh, is going to be out for this game, which is a big deal. Let's get to Elliot here. We'll talk some injuries this game. Maybe some uh, pizza stuff as well after this week. Elliot, how you doing tonight? Hey, what's going on, man? Elliot, uh, can you uh, can you give us clarification on Avante Maddox? I know we had some uh, c- contrasting reports out there today about Avante's <laughs> status. Yeah, uh, I mean he's not playing. Right. I know uh, you know our our very own Howard Eskin seemed to have thought he saw him at practice. But you know what? I mean the, the king the king makes an occasional mistake. And and he admitted to it earlier. He goofed. It happens. Yeah. It happens. I'm sure a lot of Twittyets were in his mentions that that tends <laughs> yes. to happen. So yeah. It does. But it does sound, and I think we kind of knew all week, it probably wasn't going to be this week for him. But it, it is pretty amazing how healthy this team has gotten here. Over, you know, Because they were banged yeah. up in December, and that was, I think, one of probably the biggest worry as the season ended. I mean, they're going to have 21 of 22 starters on that field Sunday, uh, Saturday night, Ellie, which is something I think if we had said that in November, we all would have said, all right, let's go. Yeah, and I mean, look, if we're including Avante Maddox as a starter, and we should, but when they're in their base defense, they'll have all their starters, all you know, 22 out of 22. So, And especially when you think about this franchise, how much time we've spent over the last, really, maybe four years talking about their medical staff. Remember all the injuries they, they had, you know, uh, at one point, they were pulling guys off the practice squad, and there was a lot of criticism of the medical staff. And then also, you know, in training camp, there was a lot of debate about, 
you know, should they be practicing harder? Should they be practicing longer? During the season, should they be resting on Wednesdays? Well, there's definitely luck involved in injury. There's no question about that. But I think their strategy and how they've gone about it has, has been completely validated by the fact that they're heading into this postseason, the most important postseason run, you know, maybe since 2002, 2004. Uh, they're going into it almost completely healthy. They are. And, and you said important there. It's interesting because, you know, I, I think a lot of fans look at this group and think this is a window that is wide open. And I don't think it's going to close next year. But, Elliot, we would have said that in 17. And then that window started to close very fast, right? They had one more run in yeah. 18. And then it was, pre- it was pretty much closed. I mean, 19 was not a very good year. And they lost the home playoff game. And that was it. Then they became a bad team in 20. So you never know how long these windows open. They open when you least expect it. And then they close quicker than you want. I mean, this really is a critical game for the franchise on on Saturday because it, it kind of validates everything that we think we learned about them this year. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't think of a game in Eagles history that has more of a swing on, you know, positive to negative, right? And, and it has a lot to do with where the window of this team is at. I mean, you brought it up, you know, every year, you know, 2017 was, well, they're going to win it in 2018. They'll have a great chance. Well, the reality is almost every champion in every sport at every parade goes, this is just the beginning. And it's almost never just the beginning. It's pretty much normally the end, right? There's only one Tom Brady out there and that's really it. So when you think about what's at stake in this game on Saturday, I really think it kind of validates, you know, everything that they've been through this year. If they lose this game on Saturday, you really look at it and go, okay, yeah, they, they were the number one seed, but now they're, they're 0-2 in the playoffs with Jalen Hurts, you know, 0-2 in the playoffs with Nick Sirianni. They lost as a heavy favorite. You know, they, obviously you view the offseason differently. But um, if they win, then I think they can get into next week and go, all right, we're in the championship game. We won a playoff game and all those things. So, yeah, the Super Bowl window, I, I agree that it's not as wide open as people like to make it, and they'll never maybe have an easier path. But I think this game on Saturday is just so incredibly important for validating what they did this year. Are you worried at all about it? Eagles are a seven and a half point favorite. It's kind of stood there all week, so it's over a touchdown. We know they're better. We also know, you know, divisional games in the playoffs can can be weird, right? Last week we saw Baltimore probably should have won, and they, and they lost it on the fumble. And then whatever the heck the Bills were doing, you know, with a close game against the Dolphins. So we we just saw two of those. Are, do you have any? trepidation this is going to be a nail biter or do you think the Eagles will just be the better team on Saturday yeah the the best way I can put how I feel about this game is I think there's a better chance they win by 14 plus than they actually lose the game could it be close could they win by a field goal could the Giants keep it competitive into the fourth sure right but you know outside of the traditional which you could apply to any game being played in any sport outside of the anything could happen there's no reason to think the Giants should be able to be competitive with the Eagles. There's no reason to think that they should actually be able to pull the upset. The Eagles have the advantage at every level. They have the advantage on both lines. They have the advantage at quarterback. They have the advantage uh, at you know receiver versus cornerback. And there's a debate to be had whether they, whether they have the advantage at coaching as well. So they're at home. They're rested. They're healthy. Sure, anything can happen. But I think any worry that Eagles fans have – is really just a nervousness about starting a postseason with so many expectations. I don't believe anybody out there is truly worried about the Giants uh, you know, in their roster. I, I don't think they'll be able to win the game. I always think it's fun, uh, especially when it's a rival, to, to kind of get a view from the other side. And I know you and James on the Go Birds pod, yeah. you did that today. You had um, Sean Morash, who was actually my first producer that I ever had in this company. So oh, wow. I, I know Sean. And uh, is, is he with Paul Dottino? Do you have him on too? 
Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, so I saw you. You posted that you guys had them on. What was the most ridiculous thing that I'm guessing Sean was the one saying? What was the most ridiculous <laughs> thing you heard today? Well, I'll say this: he's certainly a, a man of take. So I can see that why how, why you two work together well. Um, I mean, I was just, and it was a ton of fun. They were they were both you know really really fun to do the pod with. But I was just surprised at their genuine confidence in the matchup. I mean, they were saying that if the Giants' defensive line was healthy all year, they would have broken the NFL sack record. Keep in mind, they had zero sacks last week (laughs) against the Minnesota Vikings. Um, I mean, they said that, uh, you know, the Giants' offensive line, you know, Andrew Thomas, the the tackle, is better than Jason Kelsey and Lane Johnson. Um, I mean, they were really, really confident uh, in their team. They said they thought the line should only be – uh, Eagles by three instead of Eagles by seven and a half. So, you know, I, I almost I couldn't tell whether I should feel bad that they felt this way or, you know, just kind of pander along so that they could keep some hope up. But, yeah, I mean, they're they, they definitely feeling the Giants heading into this. Yeah, it feels to me like they have, they have like, made a run syndrome. Like, because the Giants have made runs before, right, with Eli Manning those yeah. years. Like, just every time you get nine wins and make the playoffs doesn't mean you get to go win the Super Bowl. That's, that's not really how well, this works. It actually reminds me a little bit of the Eagles in 2019 where, or yeah, mm-hmm. the year Carson where they played Seattle. Right. We're going into it. We knew the roster wasn't good. We knew that, you know, they were home underdogs in that game. And you could talk yourself into it. Well, you know, Greg Ward's playing well and all these things. No, the reality is that Eagles team was not very good. The reality is this Vikings team, I'm sorry, this Giants team isn't very good. They beat a bad Vikings team. I, I just, I, you know, I can't see it. I, I can't find a reason to think that the Giants could win this game. All right, where did you stand on uh, Pizza Hut Gate earlier this week with the Eagles? Uh, because it became the biggest talking point other than the game this week. Did, right. did you find it odd that they ordered chain pizza when we, we live in? I mean, we live in a good pizza area here, uh, Elliot. I, I mean, know. there's a lot of good pizzas, and they went with you know, and it's not a knock on pizza, but it's just you know, it's Pizza Hut. So I have my fun take on this and my serious take. Okay. You can you can pick which one you want. Let's go. I, I want to hear them both actually. So give well, me yeah, give course. me the fun yeah. take first, and then we'll get you know, then we'll get to the serious pizza business here. All right. So the fun take on this is everybody loves to re- everybody loves to react like that. Like oh, I'd never eat Pizza Hut. And again, I love Pizza Hut. No shot of Pizza Hut. There was a lot of acting as if there's all types of variations of pizza. Let's be honest with ourselves. All pizza, plain pizza, is pretty much the same. There's not a huge difference. It's sauce, it's cheese, it's bread. It's not reinventing the wheel. People like to pretend like some pizza is better than other pizza just to make themselves feel better and to justify spending $35 on a pizza. I actually think this, this lie that's being you know kind of put out there that there's a ton of different pizza is not true. So I respect him for just ordering the pizza he wanted, which is stuffed crust pizza. So my reaction to that is, and, and I think this is more of a commentary on, on the pizza, you know, the, the society we live in with pizza right now, that I think the average pizza has gone down so much that you, your take is probably closer to right than wrong. Like there's obviously yeah. really good pizza. But I, I think too often people just say, oh, it's pizza, it's good. No, no, it's not. I mean, this is not good pizza. We could say that. So yeah. I, I think it's it's actually a sad commentary on the state of pizza. But, okay, what, now what, give me the serious take on this. All right, so I think one of the most one of the best qualities about Sirianni, and we've seen this time and time again, is that he is not afraid to be himself, and he does not let public embarrassment weigh how he acts, right? We saw it with his introductory press conference. We've seen it with the flower analogy. We saw it most times with the T-shirts, right? The dog mentality, all that type of stuff. The fact he was willing to sit up there and say he ordered Pizza Hut stuffed crust pizza, (laughs) knowing this would be the reaction, knowing, right, like how Philly would react. And he was perfectly comfortable saying it. I think it's such a a great quality in, in him as a head coach that he is very, very comfortable with who he is, and he does not allow 
his opinions or what he says to be swayed by how he thinks people how he thinks people might react to them. It sounds like he could be a radio host, to be honest. I mean, almost. He, yeah, yeah, like he gets yeah. it. Like you say what you got to <laughs> say, and you don't worry about the reaction. Um, now, do we think exactly. the Giants took a shot at him today? Because we uh, we did see. Um, Former colleague of ours, he he, he covers the Giants yeah. in New York. He uh, he threw out that the Giants had a great media spread today with pizza. Yeah, so I will say I initially thought it was a pretty obvious shot at Sirianni. Pretty coincidental, they would order a ton of variations of pizza right before the game. But as my tweets generally do, it got to the Giants, and the head of PR <laughs> oh. tweeted, the head of PR tweeted that they always order pizza on the last day of practice. So, you know, I don't know about the sports science aspect of that, but apparently it's not a shot, but it's playoff time. So I think that any bulletin board material Sirianni and the Eagles can get, I think they're going to latch on to. Okay, well, that's that, well, I'm good. We, we need more of that. All right, before I let you go, Sixers tonight, uh, and of course, is yeah. tomorrow a new episode of the pod? It is. So a new episode of Clap Your Hands uh, tomorrow. Me, Kyle Newbeck. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. And, you know, I'm, I don't know if you have a question about the game, but just heading in, into tonight, my advice to Sixers fans, anyone listening, because I was in this boat about, a, you know, really since the start of the season. They always lose in the playoffs. I don't trust Joel Embiid, James Harden's cook, and I understand people feeling that way. But my advice would be watch this Sixers team, and I think you'll see the team you've wanted to see. James Harden is playing at a, great, at a very high level. He's shooting threes. He's making threes. They, as a team, they take a bunch of threes. They have really good guard play. Embiid's playing awesome. I know the playoffs are all that matters. I get that. But this Sixers team really has been a ton of fun to watch recently. Well, they have. And I, and I, about, I think for me it was like two weeks ago, Elliot. Like I finally was like, they're playing well. I mean, they're, they're good. They're, they're yeah. play, so I have to accept this and just say, okay, maybe, maybe this could be different. And I do think – I'm curious if you've thought about this. Um, I, I do think these games are important. It's easy to say, well, it's January. You know, they're playing some you know mediocre or bad teams. Wake me up when it matters. But I, I saw this today. They're scheduled the rest of the way. So Tankathon says they have the toughest schedule in the NBA left. So they have three with the Celtics, three with the Nets, two Nuggets, two Bucks, two Cavs, one Grizzlies. That's a lot. So like, if we want them to be a top, you know, let's say three seed. They need to rack up these wins because if we're being honest, like they're not going to win all those games that I mentioned. They're going to have some losses yeah. against good teams. So th- these are important because if they get to 52 or 53 wins, like these are where the, most of those wins are coming from. It's almost like the Eagles, yeah, like beating Arizona and what, but like those wins help them get the one seed. I mean, 100%. You think about that Eagles win over the Colts, right? A game that right. was ugly throughout. They steal it. And now the game in, in uh, Saturdays in, in Philadelphia. But from the Sixers' perspective, yeah, 100%. I mean, the East is very top-heavy. You know, you look at the Celtics, the Bucks. Um, I don't know if I believe in the Cavs. They're pretty inexperienced at this point, but they're playing well. But to your point of having home court advantage, think about some of the worst Sixers losses we've seen, right? Game 7 in Toronto last year in Miami, uh, Game 5, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. So getting these games at home in Philadelphia is huge. And to your point, their March schedule is extremely difficult, they have to rack up these wins and put themselves in a position where, you know, I think you have to go better than 500 in March, but but get to a point where you don't have to win, you know, 18 out of 20 or, you know, 13 out of 15 or whatever it is. They have to rack up these wins now. So, yeah, it's a very important time for them. It is. Tonight they'll play. We'll do a trusted pregame letter. Elliot, we'll be listening to Clap Your Hands and uh, enjoy Saturday. We'll talk next week before the NFC title game. Yeah, we will. We will. I'll talk to you next week, Joe. All right, there he goes. Elliot Shore Parks. Uh, Go Birds podcast. He's been confident all week. And um, and clap your hands. Sucker started clapping his hands. Yeah, I don't like podcast titles that tell me what to do. 
But well, so okay, clap your hands counts as that, right? It's a, a command at you. I wouldn't say go birds is. No, no, that's telling the Eagles to do something. Yeah. Speaking of uh, the Eagles, what what do we think about the slogan this week and the video? So I, I have it actually here in front of me. The Eagles dropped these off today. It's a Philly thing. Jalen Hurts had this on the other day. I think Sirianni had it on. Yeah. At first, I thought it was just a, a Sirianni pandering thing. Cause, yeah, yeah, I saw a lot of people like upset, uh, like non-Eagles fans saying how silly it is. Nick Sirianni, you know, I can't wait to see him get out of the playoffs. I, I don't like his personality. I mean, it's a team-issued shirt. Right, and and also he always wears these kind of things. Like he thinks this is cool. Like whatever. Right. So, but it's a Philly thing. Is is do so we think this is a playoff slogan for them, or is this the division around slogan? And then we get a new one next week. I imagine they have it for the whole playoffs. Okay, so all right, before we get to the video that that is out there today, uh, the hype video, and the Eagles always do this before a big game. They'll put a hype video out on the social media. What do you think about it's a Philly thing? I don't mind this. I feel like there's too many things to get upset about each week. Like I, I, look, I have a hat here. I have a t-shirt. I actually think the t-shirt's a little bit cooler. It's got the logo on it. I don't mind. It's a Philly thing. It's okay. Yeah, I think it's fine. Like, I don't think it's necessarily that creative, but I think people could rally around it. Now, did you watch the video today? I did. I watched it. I listened to it while I drove in. I didn't watch it. Yeah, you didn't miss much. My eyes were on the road. It was. I thought underwhelming for a playoff hype video. Yeah, I mean, like they had Mac from It's Always Sunny and a couple other yeah. people. It was fine. It, it didn't really get my, my blood pumping well, or anything. Well, that's it. Like that. Isn't a playoff hype video supposed to get you ready to run through a wall? Like, that's yeah, the whole thing. It was like, oh, yeah, the Eagles have a playoff game. And we're a family. It's a Philly thing. And they showed some kids. And it was, I mean, it was well produced video. I'm not knocking the, the actual social media team. It's just, I, I don't know. I, I, I thought we'd get a little bit more. Maybe we're going to build up to that. Because I do think, and I've said this for a couple weeks, I think there's a real chance the Eagles are underdogs next week. If it's the Niners here, and I actually am kind of rooting for that. I think it, it, sometimes you need a twist to the story to add a little oomph to it. The Eagles, after this great season, if they end up home dogs next weekend to the Niners, like then I imagine they will have a video prepared of, of something, how they're being slighted. Like oh, they, I think even if they aren't betting underdogs, I think there's going to be a sentiment that the, the 49ers are the favorite. And... Teams love being disrespected like love that. It. Well, think about the 17 team. It became their thing. Or even think about, like, Georgia the other day, right? Like, Georgia won the national championship 65-7, to, to seven, whatever it mm-hmm. was. And then after the game, they're talking about how they were disrespected all season. No one believed in them. <laughs> which is amazing. Which is just complete baloney. It's made <laughs> up. It's foolish. Teams like that. Like, that's such an easy way to get motivation out of your locker room. Yeah, no one believed in us. Speaking of that team at 17 that, that really people stopped believing in, um, did we see who the honorary captains are for Saturday? I did. So we have Malcolm Jenkins, Brent Selleck, and Torrey Smith serving as the honorary captains for Saturday. I was thinking about it, other than Wentz, and he's in his own category. I, I was thinking about, like, is there any combination people wouldn't love to see? It's such a beloved team. I mean, I guess Alshon left with a, a kind of a checkered, uh, yeah, people didn't love Alshon on the way out. But like, it, it's hard to think of a co- I was thinking about different combinations they could have went with from that team. Chris Long. You know, I mean, whoever. But, yeah, there's so many guys in that team that became, like Eric Blunt, uh, that became just like cult heroes for that one season or, or the short period they were here. There's almost no combination they could have went with that would have gotten anything but the crowd going nuts. Malcolm, Selleck, and Smith will get a gigantic ovation. Yeah, and, and those are three guys who, they're all retired, and they were veterans on that team and leaders on that team. I think it makes sense. Is it slightly underwhelming? I mean, 
Do they get Foles out here next week? So he, so that's a good question. So you know how the, the Phillies went through the food stores the first pitch out? Yeah. During their run. And we went, we kind of we went back to the 08 team as that thing moved across. So Foles, Foles is a big one. I and mean, that's like, that's the one. But I was thinking next week, if they host the, oh, they're going to host it, obviously. Hosting the NFC Championship game, what if they got Chris Long and Patrick Robinson? Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and Chris Long, for a guy who played here such a short period of time, he really became like a cult figure. Everyone loves him. It's kind of weird. Like, people remember him like, oh, yeah, remember Eagles head rusher that won the Super Bowl, even Patriots head rusher that won the Super Bowl. It's been like 10 years with the Rams. But yeah. because they played in St. Louis, it doesn't exist. Yeah, I saw yesterday on his podcast, he was talking about Aaron Donald. And I think he and whoever he had on with him, they were talking about, like, will he finish his career in Los Angeles? And and they, they actually, I think they were speculating maybe Pittsburgh because he, he went to school there. I'm not, I'm not sure where Aaron Donald is actually from, but maybe he would end his career with the Steelers. I'm not, and I was like, it's kind of a weird conversation. And I was like, oh, wait, he knows him. Chris Long played with Aaron Donald. Yeah, Aaron Donald spent his first two years in St. Louis. With, with Chris Long before he moved on. His, it's funny, he was the second pick in the draft, I believe in 08. Yes. Yeah, but like none of his career seemed to matter to anyone until he went to the Patriots and then here. And, and he was a good player for the yeah, Rams. Yeah, he had 70 career sacks. Yeah. But they were just such a, a bad team. He was, you know, he was mired on. Never made a Pro Bowl. So our, here's a, a comp for you. Is is uh, Chris Long the Brandon Graham of number two picks? Because Brandon Graham made one Pro Bowl, or maybe none. I think he's made one. One. I think he made it last year. But I think you know we would all say, ago. in totality, as a number thirteen pick, Brandon Graham had a really good career. Not Hall of Fame, not great player, but a really really good career. Chris Long had a good career. Yeah, I mean he had thirteen sacks in twenty eleven, eleven and a half the year after. Had five in 2017, six and a half the next year, and eight and a half a couple other times. We rarely talk about players that are drafted high when they turn out to be good. They're either like, oh, Hall of Famer, or ah, he was a bust. You kind of forget, guys, yeah, he's a good career. That, that's a good pick. He was good, and he was obviously a really good Eagle for that short time. I would, uh, I would look to, if I could choose next week, Patrick Robinson and, and Chris Long would be a fun one. Is there, is there a third one that would go with them for the title game? Didn't Derek Barnett force a fumble? Yeah, but he's on the team. He's on this team. He's on the IR though. We haven't. Have you thought about Derek Barnett in like the last four months? Not once. Not once. I, I mean, I actually, I when you said it, I had to, like I was like, wait, he can't. He's on the team. Derek Barnett, good pick. Big question for you: If Derek Barnett gets two rings, did it, did it work out? Yeah, I mean, is that fumble recovery worth it for you? I'm just saying, you draft in the first round. And you play for the team for five or six years, you get two rings. You can't... It's so hard when you win a title to criticize anything, right? Like and... Even the Aguilar pick. Was it a terrible pick? Probably. But he had like 11 catches in the Super Bowl. So yeah. who knows? No, no. I will always say that was not, was not a bad pick because of what he did in the Super Bowl. 215-592-9494. Aaron, we get back. Let's have some fun with this. Your phone calls. I do believe Jalen Hurts needs to run in this game. I don't want him to just be a pocket passer to fully... To, to, to beat the Giants, to get, you know, to get to the title game, to win the title, to, to be where they want to be. I believe Jalen Hurts needs to go back to playing full Jalen Hurts, the full unleash him. You know, if they just try to be a pocket, have him as a pocket passer on on Saturday, I think they could lose the game. I think they need a full Jalen Hurts. He's off the injury report, full go. Agree or disagree? Let him run. Let him be himself. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. And let's throw out some comps. When I watch players, I think of other players from the past or even the present. I see other players in, in the guys that are playing now. 
Daniel Jones, Jalen Hurst, the two quarterbacks here. The guys, they remind me of, we'll do it all the quarterbacks of the postseason. 215-592-9494. Tell you hot board on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Bet the NFL playoffs with FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forest Casino where every play is a rush. This weekend, FanDuel is giving all customers a no-sweat same-game parlay during the division round, which means tomorrow night, you know, we do it every Friday night, our same-game parlay. We, we get a no-sweat same-game parlay? We're going to jump on that. It doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or already have an account. You'll get free bets back if your NFL same-game parlay doesn't hit. Same-game parlay lets you combine all your free bets for a chance at a bigger payday. All right, early on, here's my thoughts on this one for tomorrow, for Saturday. I'm thinking we get a Jalen Hurts touchdown. I, I think Hurts established himself as part of the run game. That feels right. I mean, how do we not put Boston Scott into a Giants-Eagles parlay? I mean, please. I mean, that, that would just be ridiculous not to. Boston Scott's got a good number, too, plus 390. I'm thinking for the total, feels a little bit high. I might go under on the third, on the 48-and-a-half on the total. So we'll go with those for the same-game parlay this weekend. You can even ride with thousands of other fans at Bet Popular. Same-game parlays are ready made for you. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official part of 94WIP. I really like the FanDuel app. If you're new to FanDuel, join now. Promo code G-I-G-L-I-O to see for yourself why it's America's number one sportsbook. If you already have FanDuel, you can start building your no-sweat same-game parlay today. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.